on this episode of Why Watch That. I do have to throw out that Kanye's <laughs> series, I guess. I, I'm not. You could. I will let you take that one. Cootie and Chike uh, uh, directed this coming from there. It'll <laughs> be on Netflix. I gotta see what that's about. But I'm anyway, sure you do. God's Country I can highlight with Tandy Newton in it. Mm-hmm. What's going on with that? And she's a grieving college professor who confronts two hunters? Who's trespassing on property? So what? <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this, Jonah and everybody else. Let me tell you. You can die. Okay, if you don't like certain things that happen, you can be the one that goes. Would you like it that way? Her scenes with Darlene, you, you, you watch some of the stuff. She and Lisa Emery is Darlene. Like some of that stuff is hilarious and nasty. You will see what happens between the two of them. Why watch that as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head to head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why I Watch That. Critic? Yes. Critic! What? Have you heard? We just got a buy me a coffee page. Uh-oh. <laughs> Boy, come on. It's a place where listeners can support our work for as little as $5. $5. Pretty much the price of a coffee. I don't drink no coffee. What you talking about? Well, you don't drink anything but water <laughs> and eat raw potatoes. But <laughs> I guess they can buy you a popcorn. How about that? <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> well, everyone, look. Visit buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that to support our work or purchase our valuable resources. Yeah, you know what? We just added the TV trackers to help you curate a collection of shows you'll love to watch. So find this and more ways to support us at buymeacoffee.com forward slash why watch that. So Critic, are you going to buy me a coffee? Maybe. The Why Watch That Talk. Oh my goodness, listeners, listen. We want to kind of give you a mishmash of things that are happening uh, we're talking about some sneak peeks that we got a chance to take a look at. And we're also talking about an amazing, wonderful start of the year festival. And of course, that's the Sundance Festival. That is the first festival every single year. That's when we kind of get a sniff of what, um, you know, what we may be peeking at. You know, this time around this time, we're in award season. Some of that started during Sundance last year. So it's exciting. It's an exciting festival. Um, Let's talk about that first. You know, with Sundance, we have for the past several years, starting in 2017, have covered Sundance. And for the first three years, we went there. Mm. And now we ain't there. (laughs) We have, um, starting last year, we did it completely virtual. Both of us stayed, obviously, because of the pandemic. Um, the previous season, sorry. So the pre- we didn't go the previous year, 2020. We we did not go in that January. Um, and then last year, we didn't go. And this year, we're not going. Mm-hmm. Well, news, if you haven't already heard, Sundance 
is virtual this year. What? Mm -hmm. It was going to be um, options to go virtually. And the other option is, you know, for you to go in person. Of course, this is in Park City, um, as well as Salt Lake City, depending on, you know, where you want to see some of your content. Um, And now because of, you know, health reasons and, you know, um, you can blame it on whatever you want to blame it on. The fact is they are now, you know, moving it toward uh, a virtual based experience. This starts on um, Thursday, January 20th, and it goes into the 30th, ending on a Sunday, as it normally does. And remember, Sundance is broken up into two weeks. You know, the first week, that's where the press, everybody, and if you're there, you know, in person, that's where all the hoopla is. And then the second week, you know, it's probably the smartest week to go, actually, if you just, like, I am there for movies. Yeah. And you get to, you know, get the seats and all of that stuff that you like. Well, here's the thing. We are attending virtually. And we had everything settled of what we're doing. But, you know, unfortunately, uh, because they had to make this unfortunate switch, they are, um, we have to reestablish ourselves as to how much we want to participate in the viewing. Mm -hmm. So, but it doesn't excuse the fact that there are some things we're just plain excited about. So with that being said, Critic, you are, um, you've had your list. You, you always make your list before me. Um, you have your list. You're ready to go. You know what you want. Hopefully you can get those, you know, you can get that again. Yeah. Um, but what, what's going on here? What, what are we, what are we excited about this Sunday? So we don't have to go into great detail, but mm-hmm. we will be covering it. So you better stay locked here on us. If you really want that cutting edge, um, virtual experience, but these are some of the things that we're kind of excited about to see. Exactly. And you know, if you can get a ticket, it's virtual, you know, why not? It's expensive. Yeah. It's more expensive than a movie ticket. Let's just That's say right. that. Yes, it is. But, you know, you can, if you have some people with you, you can congregate in the same place and watch it for the price of one. So just go to Sundance.org to check that out. Um, number one on my list, you know what it is? It's Honk for Jesus. Save hey! your soul. <laughs> oh, okay. Starring Regina Hall and Sterling K. Brown. Yes. As a pastor and first lady of a church where there is a problem, they got to rebuild the congregation. <laughs> Why is that? Mm. Why is that? So that's going to be interesting. I do have to throw out that Kanye's <laughs> docu-series, I guess. I, I'm not. You can, I will let you take that one. Cootie and Chike uh, uh, directed this coming from there. It'll be on Netflix. I got to see what that's about. But anyway, moving forward from there, there's also, we've got Julianne Moore popping up and we finish saving the world. That's coming to us there. Interested in that. There's Living with Bill Nye. Now, if you know Bill Nye, check him out. (laughs) Just check him out. And and there's a whole host of other things. So I would say uh, there's called Jane with Elizabeth Banks and Sigourney Weaver and other people there. <laughs> yes. There is God's Country I can highlight with Tandy Newton in it. Mm-hmm. What's going on with that? And she's a grieving college professor who confronts two hunters who's trespassing on the property. So what? <laughs> and so on and so forth. So this looks like a very interesting collection 
of movies. And of course, we'll bring even more to you, more stories, more stars, and hopefully more fireworks from the Sundance Film Festival. Well, and there you will have that. Um, and again, uh, in the past, we've released the uh, the our reviews based on the release, but not this year. We're just going to give it to you straight and you can take it like a smooth shot of hot toddy um, <laughs> with that. So with that being said, let's transition into some things that we're excited to talk about. Now, excited may manifest itself in whatever way. <laughs> excited as in, yay, or excited as in, I've got to talk about this. Mm. Oh, why watch that sneak peek? Um, you've seen As We See It, and this is coming on Prime on, you know, January 21st. And this is something that, you know, for some of us, you know, you may or may not know what that is. Um, I'm not talking about Prime because, you know, we've had this discussion so many times. I'm not going to dignify. I'm not. I'm not going to. I'm not going to do it because we have talked about Prime (laughs) so many times as to, you know, some people literally, literally. I had a conversation about two weeks ago about someone not knowing that they had access Mm. to to content with their Prime account. Now, okay, you can do it if you want to, but I'm not going to go over that again. But as we see, it is a new TV show, a new show. It's about, um, you know, it's season one. It's eight episodes. What's going on here? Yeah. Um, So what's happening is it's, focused on three young adults they're in their 20s who are living together because they're all on the autism spectrum yes okay and they have someone who cares for them who lives with them and tries to help them navigate the world so these three they're jack harrison and violet played by rick glassman uh, albert utecki and sue ann peen now um, those actors are all themselves on the autism spectrum as well. So that's nice to see. And the person who's caring from them. Oh, 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 oh. We got to watch out. It's played by Sosie Bacon. Her name is Mandy. So Jack, Harrison, Violet, we see how each of them navigates the world differently. When it comes to Jack, he's just going to tell you how it is. You know, he's whip smart, but it might be a problem at work. It's hard for him to even get the job. And when he did, can he keep it? And his father's played by Joe Mantegna, which is so nice to see him again. Yeah. And there's something going on with his father where he's like, you know, Jack, you really have to get it together. You've got to get it together. Not for me, but for yourself. What's that about? What's that relationship like? Then there's Harrison. Now, Harrison, it's very difficult for him to even leave the building. So, you know, Mandy's trying to help him with that, you know, just walk to the end of the block. You know, he can be scared of dogs if he sees one. You know, he'll say dog, dog, dog and have to go back. But he has a problem making friends and he does want friends. So what happens with that? There's someone he befriends in, in the building, but that relationship has its own challenges. Why? And then, of course, again, there is Violet. Now, Violet, 
she just wants to, you know, get a boyfriend and do all the things you do with a boyfriend now. Mm. She's tired of waiting. Her brother is the one who's, you know, really the person who's making sure that she does everything right. And she doesn't like being under his thumb. Okay. Now, this is challenging for him as well. You know, can he keep a girlfriend because of this? And whoever Violet meets, you know, you might be best friends in five minutes. Now, she's working at Arby's and we see (laughs) her, you know, try to take an order and you'll see how that goes. Can she even handle that? Because, you know, what comes out of her mouth is not what you would say to, you know, people in polite company. So they each have their own unique challenges and they all have people who are caring for them that have their own stories. I won't tell you about Harrison's family. You'll find that out in the second half Mm. of the season if you get there. Now, when it comes to Mandy, the person who's, you know, looking after them, she has dreams of being a doctor. Mm. Has a boyfriend. He's about to go to Berkeley. He wants her to come with him. And that means she has to leave these three and say, you know, goodbye. Move on with her career. Can she do it? Is she able to do it? That's the question. Because this isn't the first time they've had someone leave them who's cared for them. This is something that happens all the time. So their families are kind of like, okay. In particular, Violet's brother. What's going on with him and Mandy? What kind of relationship do they have? So that's the setup for what's going on here. And the thing about as we see it is, this is how you want to think of it. I said they're in their 20s. So imagine the way they look. But that's a challenge for how they navigate the world. Because the way they look and the way they behave don't jive. And people who don't know them don't understand. So that's going to cause issues. And that really is a part of the engine of the show. Now, it is based on an Israeli show that is on HBO Max. It's called On the Spectrum. I started watching that. Mm -hmm. I didn't finish it. That just wasn't enough for me to read subtitles. It wasn't bad. I was just like, okay. So there are no subtitles here. Each episode is about a half hour long. Um, Does everything land? I can't say that. I did make it to episode five and I might finish it. So I've made it over halfway through. Um, And what I would say is this comes to us from Jason Kadams, who developed uh, on TV, Parenthood and About a Boy. Oh, okay, yeah. So if you're thinking of that, that's kind of where it is, maybe a blend of those two. Also, you could think of it this way. It's a half hour, this is us, without the multiple timelines. Mm, so if that okay. sounds like something you're interested in as we see it, it would be a quick watch on Prime. Okay, well, there you have that. Let's talk about the much anticipated oh. final season oh. of a show that has absolutely turned our heads when it comes to Jason Bateman. I'm just saying, like, you thought, you know, Laura Linney, you're already like, oh, God. But Jason Bateman, that little, you know, kid next door, little face. Look, when it comes to him and money and him in business, you just have to watch it. Um, we're talking about Ozark, of course. And Ozark, we're saying goodbye to the show on Netflix. And we are talking about the first of the two part final season, which premieres 
Friday, the 21st of this month. And so, you know, that'll be split up and you'll have to, you know, I'm sure it'll leave us all hanging and we're all like, uh, but, um, I I don't know. Things have been, okay. We know, I know a little bit that stuff has been rearranged. People have been gotten out of the way. We can now move forward with some things, Mm. but it's never quite as it seems Mm -hmm. with this show. You think you took care of something else, but you only picked a deeper scab for something much more dangerous. And it just might be you. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Now we know the birds are between a rock and a hard place. They always are, but for sure, this season. You got the FBI. That's the rock. Or maybe that's the hard place. Yeah, I think that's the hard place. And the other one you want to choose is Mr. Navarro. Mexican drug cartel kingpin. Now, the birds want out of the criminal life. Mm-hmm. Okay? And they want to do this in style. Come on now. They want to have their foundation going. Okay? They want to, you know, because remember, Wendy was in politics. So she wants to get back in, into that, use those connections to have, you know, a proper life. Goodbye to the Ozarks. Let's go back to Chicago and all of that and, you know, be done with this. But they have to disentangle themselves from the FBI and the Mexican drug cartel. How can they do that? Well, Mr. Navarro has some ideas. And those ideas, ooh, if they pan out, a lot of change is coming. But to complicate things, his nephew has entered the show. Javi. What is Javi thinking about his uncle, the family business? He was sent away to go to college, you know, the, the business school and all that stuff. But when he comes back, Navarro's like, well, it didn't really do what I wanted it to do. Mm. Javi is a loose cannon. You got to watch out for him. So that's one complication. Another is after the events of the previous season, we still have these two teenagers of the birds. Yes, we do. So we got to deal with them. We got Charlotte and we got Jonah. Where are they now mentally? Who are they becoming? Now, Jonah thinks he knows everything. I'm going to tell you this, Jonah and everybody else. Let me tell you. You can die, okay? If you don't like certain things that happen, you can be the one that goes. Would you like it that way? Now, look, rough stuff has happened, but you better be careful. Now, what does his sister think about what I said? Charlotte. Hmm? She has some things coming in the future, some uh, decisions she has to make. What is it going to be? Is she going toward her parents or away? That's the question. Now, we also have the locals who've always been a thorn in the bird's side. And we, of course, have young Ruth. And we know from the last season where Ruth stands with the birds, okay? We know. 
And the question is, when it comes to her cousin and Darlene, okay, crazy Darlene, who has, you know, her own drug thing going in the Ozarks. What happened to her husband? What's going on with her and, you know, Ruth's cousin? Mm. Well, they're all together. Is this a partnership that's built to last? And is it something that will affect the birds? Also, wait a minute. The cartel, what did they have to say about what Darlene's supposed to be doing again? Now, with that said, don't forget, in the last season, we were introduced to a new FBI agent, Maya. And Maya was trying to get Marty to become a part of the FBI because of his skills. Hmm. What's going on with that? So there's Maya, there's the cartel, there's Ruth, there's Darlene, there's the kids, there's this foundation political thing going on and all other kinds of stuff that I can't mention. And all of this is going to come to a head in episode seven of part one, leaving you dangling for part two. This is what I have to say. Watching this from the beginning, it was propulsive. I was going, what is happening? Let's go to the next episode. Let's go to the next. I've got to see where this is going. The way that everyone is behaving makes sense for them, whether you like it or not. Will you scream out? Yes. Will you be annoyed by certain people? Yes. But there's always Marty. There's always Wendy. Marty is analytical to a fault. Wendy is conniving and emotional to a fault. The two of them together, dynamite. And sometimes they blow each other up. But now they got a kid problem. And you'll see what that is. Mm. When it came to episode seven, the ending of part one, this was the only time when I went, ooh, we kind of went a hair too far. You almost lost me. Of course, it blows up. But I was kind of like, ooh, you're almost like the range, you almost let go of them in this show. I don't know if they earned everything that happens in episode seven fully, but it doesn't matter. You're going to want to see part two. If you've made it this far, you've got to watch it. The acting is still what it is. These people know what they're doing. I'm going to tell you something about Laura Linney is like saying, give me my Emmy. Some of her her scenes with Darlene, you, you, you watch some of the stuff. She and Lisa Emery is Darlene. Like some of that stuff is hilarious and nasty. You will see what happens between the two of them. We still have Julia Garner who won an Emmy for her role as Ruth doing her work. Everybody here, Alfonso Herrera who comes in as Javi, he adds a big old complication. You'll see what that is. We still have, of course, playing Navarro, Felix Solis. I mean, these people know what they're doing. So if you are an Ozark fan, you will be pleased by part one. I don't know how you're going to feel about episode seven, but I do know you'll be waiting for part two. Ooh, and we're waiting for your review. Now, these shows haven't been released yet, but they are coming at you soon. We are excited to get them out to you so that you can check them out and be prepared to be whisked away. But also be prepared for us to give you some coverage of Sundance 2022, which we're excited to cover this year because there's some pretty exciting things coming our way. Now, with that being said, your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to immediately turn this podcast off 
and get to work watching TV. Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea. And we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.